Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The story in the NFL was in 2023. The number one story, what would you say? Taylor Swift. No. What's wrong with you? Well, Tom Brady retiring. Tom Brady. In a hundred years. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Tom Brady winning seven Super Bowls, not some pop star wiggling in a luxury suite. What's wrong with you? This is the Rod Peterson Show. You guys got to warn me when you come out with these intros like that, man. That was just yesterday's show. Hi, everybody. How are you? How are you? Welcome to the RP Show, episode number 1145. Oh, yeah. I'm in the Florida studio, as you see. Let's bring in Moose. He's in Toronto. I'm not letting you live that down, by the way. I'm not. <laughs> that you would forget that Tom Brady retired in this calendar year. and you That think you Taylor would Swift. forget you Taylor think- Swift? You, you didn't even have her on your top that, five. <laughs> that, no, exactly. Thank you for on paying the, attention. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> There's a wonderful... <laughs> Preview, everybody, for our best of episodes, our countdown of 2023. Dick Clark, America's oldest teenager. I'm taking over for him. <laughs> the countdown shows next week. We're doing the top five stories of the NFL, the CFL, the NHL, and then the random leagues that we mentioned but don't cover totally here on the show. Hello. We're coming in hot. And I'll tell you that our guests today are Jeff Reinbold, Europe's coach, and Matthew Barnaby, the 18th all-time NHL leader in penalty minutes. And I'll say, uh, can you hit the quick six show horn, Turner? Uh, tuna, tuna Turner. Say that 10 times fast. Tuna Turner, Tuna Turner, Tuna Turner. You're simply the best, Tuna. Um, <laughs> we got a special delivery in the mail. Special delivery. I'm very excited about this. I, yeah, I got to thank my guy, Bill Edwards. He's a big fan of the show. He's in the Queen City, and he sent me this bobblehead. He knows I'm a big, I'm like a really big fan of bobbleheads, clearly. And uh, Ron and Don, these are literally collector's items now. Um, and I put a photo of this, if you saw on our Instagram and our Facebook. It sparked a predictable fight. About the way it ended for Don Cherry and Ron McLean. But I just want to thank you, Bill. We're going to put this right here till the end of time. I love my bobbleheads. Almost broke it already. And it'll be on our Cats and Bolts set. And I said to Serena yeah. today, I said, okay, on this, on this week's Cats and Bolts, you're going to get, explain your thoughts on Don Cherry being fired. And she's like, oh, boy. 
She goes, oh, didn't I already do that on the RP show? I said, yeah, this is a different audience, different people, and we're going to start a, fire, a fight on that. So thank you, Bill. You I think it looks wonderful. I really is, appreciate right? it. Like, how so? What we used to have we used to, we used to have that bobblehead back in the studio. I'm pretty sure the Ron and Don one. But somebody, yep. yep. I don't know if we had the security footage going. Uh, broke Ron McLean in half. So it's in the graveyard Stop somewhere. It. Yeah. So well, how timely that. and great that we have uh, a good one now. You got a good one. It's a universe thing. Thank you, Bill Edwards. And this thing's going to be traveling uh, a lot. Um, so there's that. And then, okay, so point one, we got to speed this up. Here's what we're going to do. Get to as many of the quick six show topics here in segment one as we can. And then Jeff Reinbold's coming in to talk NFL, CFL, college, bowls uh, in segment two. And then next hour, you and I will settle a little more into our topics here. But point one is just simply where I spent last night. Cardinal Gibbons football windup. That is one of America's top football, high school football programs is right here in Fort Lauderdale. They brought me in. Coach Matt Dubuck is a former CFL receiver and a good, very close friend of mine. You're going to see him on this show on Thursday when we do our Bokable preview that we now do annually. And I spoke about leadership, goal setting, substance abuse prevention with those kids. And you saw, I was going to send a photo to Clark to put up, but it, trust me by saying this, I'm six foot three. I'm a big guy. Did you see the photo of me with the three guys I had to reach up to put my arms around? And these guys were all D1 recruits. Half the team's going to Division One. What were you going to say? That's one thing I never told you this morning. I was, that was the first thing I noticed. I'm like, wait a second. These high school kids are making Rod look small. And that's usually the opposite oh of what happens in every room you walk into. I'm actually going to take the photo and have Clark... I'm putting, I'm putting it on the WhatsApp group, Clark, if it'll happen here. Hey, my phone. And, uh, yeah, so these, one of them's going to East Carolina. He was the starting right tackle the last three. The quarterback's going to North Carolina. Um, I, think, I believe it's a D lineman. John's going to Florida International University. And it's funny because the parents came up and asked for my business card, and the kids came up after and said, what's your Instagram? We were joking about that, the difference in generations now the kids were all following me on instagram they didn't want a business card but what's a business card for but there is still a place for those that was last night let me know clark when you got it it's in the whatsapp and we'll throw it up um but we're moving on to the nhl because there will be a lot of football next segment and we do have a fun poll question today that's football related but from the nhl last night uh, justin Barron scored a power play goal 109 into overtime to lift montreal over winnipeg josh anderson and christian dvorak also scored for les habitants jake allen made 30 saves for his first win in eight games for the jets cole perfetti and gabriel Velarde scored for uh, winnipeg and connor halibut had 23 saves before we move on to the flames and the panthers you watched more of that game or at least you said the overtime do you have a take on Montreal going into Winnipeg and, frankly, upsetting the Jets? Yeah, they did, and they play good team defense. They kept the, the, the Jets at bay. Um, tough penalty in overtime on, I believe it was Ehlers that took the penalty. Um, thought he was interfered with a little bit there, but um, you know what? The Habs, they find a way. They're kind of gritty. They kind of you know, resemble their coach a little bit, a um, little bit of spunk, and they find a way to you know, pick up the points, and Again, another game for Winnipeg where it looked like they were going to allow two or less goals and extend that streak. 
I think they got a streak of three or less goals. That's like 20 games now, um, but they just couldn't find it in overtime. It was an entertaining game, fun to watch. Uh, by the way, I saw Bob Knuckles Irving, the Hall of Fame voice of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, putting on Twitter that the Habs are last place or whatever they are. They're bad. I think they're ahead of Ottawa. But he's like, ah, comes in and beats the Jets. Something along the lines of anybody can win any given game. And it's like, yeah, they can. Oh, you know, the Jets put their best foot forward. They had Hellebuck and goal. It's not like they played their backup like the Panthers did last night in Calgary. Uh, it happens. You can't let your guard down in the NHL. I think we all know that. It, it happens. Hell of a game. Tuna has got, he's an octopus there. He's got eight arms going because Clark isn't in yet. Tuna says he's got the photo of me and those boys, those big, beefy boys. Look at that. <laughs> These are high school guys, folks. <laughs> like the guy to my left, you're right, in the Chiefs t-shirt. He's the right tackle going to the East Carolina Pirates. And he's about probably 6'5", a good 330. And then the guy in the uh, olive-covered covered, uh, hoodie, Bunny Hug, he's a quarterback going to North Carolina. He's a stud. Dog! And then the guy in the far left of the photo is he's going to Florida International University. I believe it's John Rodriguez, J-Rod, they call him. He's one of the ones that asked for my Instagram, and he's got to be 6'6". Like, yeah, man. When I go to these Cardinal Gibbons High School football games, these guys, it's a college game. It's a college game. I think they would give... Some teams in Canada are real run for the money. Junior teams for sure, maybe even university. So, yeah, there's the photo, and thank you uh, for that, Tuna. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in. He says, you can't damper the Flames win, Rod. Uh, well, I can, but I'm not going to try. Um, Michael Backlund scored a tie-breaking shorthanded goal early in the third period, and Jacob Markstrom stopped 34 shots as Calgary beat Florida 3-1 in the Saddle Dome. Martin Pospisil and Blake Coleman also scored to help Calgary improve to 2-0-2 in their last four. Sam Reinhardt had a power play goal for Florida, and Anthony Stolarz had 21 saves. So the Panthers are coming home. They finished a five-game road trip, 2-3. That's not bad. They got the Blues in here on Thursday night. Interestingly enough, uh, St. Louis is at Tampa tonight. You said you watched a lot of that game, as did I. It was a fantastic game. And our voting was like neck and neck, the games of the night. It was the Jets-Habs game or the Flames-Panthers game. I don't know what your take on it was. Here's my takeaway out of it all. There's a million opinions. A million people have an opinion on it. Uh, Michael Backlund scores his 17th career shorthanded goal, moves him into second place all time in Flames history for shorties because he was tied with Kent Nilsson with 16. Who's number one with 28 shorties? Can y'all say it? Theo Fleury, my good friend, who will, we will be interviewing later today for our World Juniors preview. And I just think about, say, whatever, it's a hockey game. The Flames won. They've now got points in four straight. Now, can you hear that? They're planning the Stanley Cup parade down McLeod Trail. Like the up and the down. Take it over there, man. In Winnipeg, and now Edmonton's lost a couple in a row going into... I just, I can't. So my takeaway is Theo not being in the Hall of Fame, the snub, his jersey not being retired because of some immature, petty gripe that somebody with the team has. And I've told Theo so many times, records like this one, 28 shorties career, it's never going to be touched. It's not. Backlund's been there for 100 years, and he's barely over halfway the way to Theo's record. You know what I mean? So the, 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 the recognition does not matter. 
His name's in the record book. That was my takeaway from the game, but I'm sure yours is far different. What's yours? Well, the Backlund shorthanded goal, I remember watching that as he's coming in, and they, they cut to the shot of him, like, face on, and you see the C on his jersey, and it just made me think, that's what captains are supposed to do, right? When they got the puck on their stick yeah. and a big moment, third period, they're supposed to put it away and score. And I like that Backlund finished that off shorthanded. When your captain's making plays like that, I think it you know, makes the rest of the team rally around. And they really did defensively. I thought they did a really good job in their own zone, um, especially late in that game when they're, when, you know, they're trying to tie the game, um, Florida was. They were blocking shots. Tanev was sacrificing the body. Uh, Markstrom was doing his thing because the Panthers really came close. Um, so that was, that was good. But on the Panthers' side, they showed the graphic of how Matthew Kachuk has struggled to score just five goals on the season. But how about Sam Reinhardt? I love the season that Sam Reinhardt's having and the fact that he was able to pop in. And it was a really entertaining game from start to finish. It was a fantastic game. And, uh, you know, for those, we host a Panthers and Lightning podcast down here in Florida. It's very popular. And my take on the Panthers is that Matthew Kachuk will be fine. The team's largely winning. They're in a playoff spot. They're not losing. I, I know people are going nuts about Kachuk, but who cares? He'll be fine. He's proven, everybody. He's proven. So he had three straight 100-point seasons? I think he'll be okay. What I'd be more worried about is Jonathan Huberto, who's now pointless in nine games. That's a career-long drought, and they're paying him $10 million. Suck on that. Other NHL games last night. Anaheim over Detroit, 4-3. Pittsburgh over Minnesota, 4-3. Dallas over Seattle, 4-3 in overtime. Moving on to football. How about this? I come back from giving a keynote address at a football team wind-up here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Turn on the TV to watch the Panthers and the Flames. And then I get up this morning and I have a text from my sponsor, Bob, saying, how about that Monday night football game? I'm like, what? I forgot they were playing. There's a million things going on. Thank God baseball's over. Drew Locke threw a 29-yard touchdown pass to Jackson Smith in Jigba with 28 seconds to go to cap a 92-yard drive in the Seattle Seahawks. Stunned the Philadelphia Eagles 20-17, ending a four-game NFL skid and getting back into NFC playoff contention. Seattle rallied behind its backup quarterback who moved the team the length of the field for its longest touchdown drive this season. The Eagles lost their third straight game. I'm going to move on. We'll come back to this later, maybe get into it with Coach Reinbold next. But do you understand now, folks, why at the halfway mark when people were anointing the Eagles, all that? Doesn't matter if you were the best team in the NFL at week eight. Now they've lost three in a row and panicking. But I want to get to this. The biggest news in our vortex was Canadian quarterback Nathan Rourke is joining the New England Patriots as a waiver pickup. According to an NFL Network report, New England plucked Rourke off the Jacksonville Jaguars practice roster in the first-year NFL quarterback is expected to be part of the Patriots' active roster for the rest of the year. Rourke, who was born in Victoria and raised in Oakville, was the CFL's most outstanding Canadian last season with the BC Lions. So just for fun, Knowing CFL fans better than I know anybody on God's green earth. Our poll question is, should Nathan Rourke come back to the CFL and stop getting jerked around in the NFL? Poll questions for Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Not shockingly, 68% on 
YouTube saying yes, he should. I think it's 56% on Twitter saying no, no, no. But I'll turn it over to you in the two minutes we have here for you in this segment, and then we'll bring you back next hour. Do you want to take a stab at that? Should Nathan Ward come back? He wants, he should play. Damn it. Moose. Oh, I know Tuna's still running the ship by himself there. Give me a break. Of course not. But explain. No. Go ahead. He shouldn't come back. But I would also, I would also temper the expectations on him in, in New England. Because on the one hand, everybody's talking about he's going to have a better chance to play because they've gone through every quarterback and haven't been able to find any offensive consistency. Bailey Zappi um, uh, hasn't been able since he took over. Um, so it's been a tough system and a tough year. I would say... I wouldn't expect him to go out and play like he did in the preseason in Jacksonville. It's a different system. It's different players. It's a different team, different coaching staff. But at the same time, I think there's a better opportunity for him to actually get on the field and maybe see some time. I've seen the reports now because he was picked up off the waiver wire in season. He has to stay on the active roster for three games on the 53, which takes him through the end of the regular season. And when you've only won a few games and you're struggling and you're out of the playoffs, this is when you see what you've got. So I would be shocked if Nathan Rourke didn't see some action here down the stretch because you want to see what you have heading into the offseason. So it will be fun to watch, but I would temper my expectations. Yeah, I think we're playing right into the wheelhouse of our next guest, uh, Jeff Reinbold, on this and many other football-related topics. Matthew Barnaby coming up in hour two. It'll be a real big hockey hour in hour two. Moose, we'll see you then. You bet iconic football coach and Sky Sports NFL analyst Jeff Reinbold joins us next. We are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? 
I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everybody. We are uh, back at it here in hour one of your favorite daytime sports talk show. It is something. It really is something. And I feel bad for our producer today, Tuna Turner. That's his name, Tuna Turner. He's having himself a day. Jeff Reinbold is not logged in. We expect that he will be at some point. Now, DuPont is going to try and, and join us, Tuna, but I know you got enough going on on your own. So, uh, and as I look at this, my laptop's about to die because I forgot to plug that in. So, hang with us, Tuna. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to lower your stress level. Because um, as a producer once said to me at a television station I used to work at, <laughs> he goes, you can just turn on the camera and let Rod go and just walk away. Unfortunately, one day he did, and that's why I'm sitting here now. But everything happens for a reason, and uh, it's all deadly. I'll tell you that the text line is open, 902-518-3033. It's brought to you by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. Ask for them by name, Sober Carpenter, at your favorite beer, wine, and spirit store. I'm telling you, I can smell a hot-button topic like a fart in a car. I'm telling you. And it's the voting on our poll question is evening out to 50-50. That's my point. Polarizing topics. Should Nathan Rourke come back to the CFL? I'm hoping you were watching this earlier. Just before the break, we, that was our poll question. He has been claimed off waivers by the New England Patriots, and he'll be on the Patriots roster for the rest of the season. I believe the Patriots are 3-11. and They're officially eliminated from the playoffs. So Dale, and, and, and by the way, I, I appreciate our audience. I appreciate the viewers, so... I guess there's no wrong answer. That's why we have votes. It's a democracy. But Dale writes in. It's not enough just to vote. Dale wants to write in and say, yes, sure, he can make money down south. But he needs to be playing and not on a practice roster or riding the bench. His talents are wasting away down south. And I might add, the way I worded the question was, should he come back to the CFL and stop being jerked around in the NFL? But it's a bit of a trick question. You get jerked around in the CFL, too. You just get jerked around in sports. Might as well be paid for it, right? Oh, we had Ryan Bould, then he walked away. Kirk in Toronto writes in and says, Hey, Rod, more Jeff Ryan Bould and Jim Barker, please, and thank you. They are great. Um, live look-in in the IKS studio, the Millennium Falcon. Producer Tuna has just broken into a sweat. 
We got you, Tuna, and we got you, Coach Reinbold. Before we get into more serious matters, hey, Coach, good to see you. You know that 50% of CFL fans are going to or more, are going to say Rourke should come back to Canada. Are you one of them? After what's happened in this rookie NFL season, how do you feel about him being claimed by New England after being waived three times in Jacksonville? Well, I, you know, it's interesting to hear the fans say, you know, he's getting jerked around. I mean, you know, he, you don't want to you don't want to get jerked around. Don't get into pro football because that's that's what life is in <laughs> pro football. I mean, I mean we, we're watching uh, a kid right now in that Browning kid at Cincinnati who's tearing the league up. He's done things that nobody's ever done in four games in, in his career already. And here was a guy that was cut three times by the same team you know, in Minnesota, and then went back last week and beat Minnesota. And if you don't have the mental toughness to go through that process, then you're, you know, you're, you're probably going to have a tough time in this business. And, and, you know, you can, there's a lot of guys that, that uh, have been that way. Their life in this business has been cut, not, you know, resign, cut, practice roster, cut back. And then all of a sudden they get their chance and, you know, I just really think that uh, I think that kid's got a future. I think he's shown enough in both his CFL film and what he did in preseason that when he gets in a situation where he gets a genuine opportunity and not, you know, again, he was never going to beat out Trevor Lawrence. Anybody who thought that was going to happen was, you know, delusional. But what you had hoped was there was going to be enough tape in preseason, and which is tougher now, Rod, because there's one less preseason game. So guys like Rourke, it's, it's harder for them to get that first break. And, you know, remember there was a quarterback that played for 26 years that was drafted in the sixth round and didn't get his opportunity <laughs> until the guy in front of him got, got knocked out of a game. You know, so when, you're, when your opportunity comes, you better be ready. Oh, man, I was just telling a young kid here in Florida the Tom Brady story the other day. Kid's not playing, and I said, hey, look up the story of Tom Brady, man. He was frustrated. He was down. He wasn't going to keep going, but he did. And when, the, when, he, when he got his chance, he shone. I said, that's what you need to do. So, it's a, so good point. But it's funny because I had a football guy in Mississippi. Just He's beside himself, Jeff, that Rourke wasn't claimed before this. He goes, why can't this kid get a chance? I said, you should know why some guys get picked and some don't. That's like God picking your number. Don't you think? Well, and there's a lot, there's a lot of factors that go into it. I mean, and most of them are not in Rourke's control. So again, this, it sounds like coach speak, but it's just the facts. You just got to control what you can control and let the rest of it sort itself out. You know, one thing, there's only one thing, Rod, that will guarantee he never plays in the National Football League, and that's if he quits. That's the one thing that will guarantee he mm. never will play in the league. So, you know, he's got to, you know, again, he's got to do what he has to do, right? Not for me, not for you, not for any fan. But, you know, if he wants to truly make his name in the National Football League, then he's got to go down there and he's got to go through this grind to, you know, to get that opportunity. I don't know if that's coach speak. Uh, I think it's life speak. But we were saying before the break, the Eagles have lost three in a row. How much panic should there be at the link right now? Well, I think there's got to be a lot of concern because, you know, what you've seen now is three weeks of not not playing very well. Not, and especially, you know, not playing the way they, everybody anticipated this team would play. You know, they were within, 
you know, minutes of a Super Bowl championship last year and they're young and they w- went out and drafted well and, you know, signed a bunch of guys in free agency that are good players. And, you know, here we are at the 16th week of the season and they're making a coordinator change on the sly inside the, you know, inside the building. Um, the quarterback has not played very well for three weeks in a row. It's illness. And some of it's, frankly, that I think defenses have started to figure out that if you make him make enough throws, if you make him be a quarterback, it's tough on him. And their offense is kind of gotten bogged down because for I think for a lot of the same reasons, you know, their 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 offense is based on a couple simple principles and and defensive coordinators get paid, too. I mean, they sit in their office from 430 in the morning until 11 o'clock at night you know, trying to figure you out. And if, you know, they, we saw it with Dallas, right? I mean, Dallas riding high, they beat the Eagles. They won five or six straight and they go up and just get pasted in Buffalo because the bills saw that if you, if you can stay in front of them in the game and you run the ball, they're not built for that. And, you know, Josh Allen, I think he threw for 94 yards and they blew the, Cowboys out of the building. Yeah. I, did you see what Josh Allen said? He goes, I feel like the guy that did nothing in the class project and still got an A. But you know what? That's the concept <laughs> of, <laughs> that's just, but that's the, that's the nature of football, man. That's team. What is, well, etch calls it complimentary football. I don't think he trademarked the phrase, but that's kind of what it is, right? Doing whatever it takes to win. Um, but, but about those Cowboys, Dak threw for, I think, 123, his first pick in five games. And afterwards, he's like, I can't put my finger on why we can't win on the road, nor could the coach. For us Cowboys fans, we're kind of not shocked. What's your guy Baldy saying? What are you saying about the Cowboys? Well, I, you know what? I was so, and I've always been, you know, because of 20 years of, you know, the Cowboys being all hat and no cattle. And I thought that this was the year. I mean, all the indications were there, Rod, that this was really a legitimate football team. Right. And the one thing that we hadn't seen was them play outdoors uh, against a good football team and they're were they going to be able to stop the run? And I thought that Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator from Buffalo, did an amazing job of attacking the Cowboys where where they really are deficient, and that's at the linebacker level. Um, you know, they've got a bunch of great pass rushers, and they are, I think, third in the NFL in uh, you know pass rush rate. Uh, but when you line up like Buffalo did, and you just pound away at them and, you know, pull, pull guards up on those little linebackers. Their linebackers are as big as CFL linebackers, Rod. And, you know, I know there's a trend in the league right now to, to go to smaller, faster players on defense because of all the throwing. But, you know, again, things run in cycles. And, you know, when, when, we're, when you're playing with 205 and 225-pound linebackers, you know, once those guards get up on you, I, <laughs> you saw one example of uh, – you know, the Buffalo Buffalo tackle got on got on one of those little linebackers and he just ran him 20 yards into the end zone. So uh, that's going to be a potential problem and something that the, that Dan Quinn and the d- defensive staff there are going to have to figure out. Hey, coach, for fun, just to talk on the bowl season, I spoke at a high school program's wind-up last night, and it was awesome. I was talking with all the coaches and the players, but we were talking about these bowl games, man. Kudos to Ohio. 
that goes in on the weekend and wins their bowl game without Curtis Rourke. That was awesome. But all these bowl games where the players, the big-name players, aren't playing because they've transferred. Coaches have quit and gone to another school. Barker says, just enjoy the football. There's 43 bowl games. Enjoy it. And that's true. But, Jeff, what is your take on what's happened to college football? Can, can it be fixed? Because it kind of feels like well, it's I, I, think, I think that's really two separate questions, Rod. You know, when you look at the bowl games, here's what the teams, obviously, they're, they're you know, and for the most of the bowl games are going on right, on, on right now, which are lower-tier bowls. I know when I was at Hawaii, and, and this is in, you know, the early 2000s, we would make three-quarters of a million dollars for the athletic department to go play Hawaii Bowl or any of those lower tier bowls, a million maybe to go to the Belt Bowl. Um, and then you got 24 million when you went to the Sugar Bowl. So there's, there's, a, there's a difference in the bowl payouts. But what teams really like the bowl games for, to be very honest with you, is number one, it helps you so much in recruiting. Number two, think about it, Rod. You know, they've cut back spring practice now. It's getting shorter and shorter all the time. So when you go to a bowl game, you get another two weeks of practice with your team. And that's just not your starters. That's everybody on your football team. So it's like having another spring practice. So coaches obviously want to want to be in a bowl game for a number of reasons. Financial first for the school. Second, that it helps you in recruiting. And thirdly, it gives you another opportunity to work with your players. So all it, you know, it helps build depth in your program and helps keep kids from going into the portal because if a kid's active and he's practicing, and he's going to a bowl game, it's, he's less likely to go into the portal, which most of the group of five coaches now worry about more than anything else is losing kids, getting, you know, getting your good players poached by the power five schools. Yeah. So basically what you're telling me is it depends on your perspective. If you're just a fan, watch it and enjoy it. But, like, there's a kid from here in Boca, Michael Pratt, at Tulane. If you follow it, he's become Tulane's all-time passing leader. So I said to the coaches last night, I'm excited to watch Pratt in this Cheez-It Bowl or whatever. And they're like, no, 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 he's not playing. He's going somewhere else. I'm like, oh, my God. It's hard to keep up with this, man. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. Chip Kelly had an interesting uh, – and Chip's, Chip's a, kind of a deep thinker. Yeah. He had a really an interesting idea about what's happened now. How in the world can the schools that were once the Pac-8 now be playing in the Big Ten against schools that were that were once in you know that were Eastern independents like you know like Rutgers and Maryland and now they're they're playing Cal and and Oregon and you know along with Minnesota and that, what happened to the traditional rivalries the things that built college football. And, you know, I think it's sad when we lose those things for the almighty dollar, but it's the business of the business. And what Chip proposed, and I thought was really interesting, was college football just goes its own way. And all the other sports can be a part of the NCAA. And that's probably a more equitable way to, you know, police or, you know, enforce rules or whatever on on sport, because, you know, it's. It's just, it's crazy that now, because when you make that decision, like, for example, Oregon going to the Big Ten, well, not only does your football team need to fly and do all those things, but your basketball team, your girls' softball team, the track team, the golf team, everybody. And, you know, 
that's pretty expensive. And so what what do they got to do? They got to get the television revenue to offset all those costs. And, you know, it just creates this the madness that we see in college football today. The root of all evil. Money, of course, but it ain't changing. So get with the nope. program. Merry Christmas, Coach. Thank you. We got to run. Uh, enjoy the ball. I appreciate the time today, man. All right. Merry Christmas to you, Rod. Awesome. Thank you. Coach Jeff Reinbold from Sky Sports NFL coverage, uh, the iconic coach. We'll be back with a sports update. Audience takeover. Matthew Barnaby coming up in hour two. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless? or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain. It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. VRP show continues. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Yes, we'll be live throughout the rest of the week. And then between Christmas and New Year's, it'll be our World Junior special, which you're not going to want to miss. Theron Fleury is going to be part of that. What else we got? Craig Button, Sammy Cosentino, the voice of the Moose Jaw Warriors, James Gallo. Um, and then our best ofs. And to be honest, we're in year five. Year five of this show. We've been doing it for five years, and this is the most fun that I've ever had doing it. And I kind of got a kick out of the gal. I can't remember her name. I, maybe you guys know in the Millennium Falcon there. Is it Marissa from Bar Down? She was celebrating the five-year anniversary of Bar Down uh, on social media. I follow her. She's from Saskatoon originally, which shocked the hell out of me. Just that I never even knew of her, and then I find out she's from Saskatoon. I'm like, five years on TSN? I'd like to think a TSN show would last five years. This one here, we've been cobbling together five years of fun sports talk. And uh, anyways, that's next week. And I don't know what made me think of this and why. So the, the best ofs, the best interviews of the year, countdowns, it's all fantastic. To quote John Frenzy, it's just going to be fantastic. And then um, Thursday of this week, it's our annual Boca Bowl preview, the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Here's my point. Thursday, we do our live show, our special occasion live shows from the Beach House in Pompano. Scenic rooftop ocean views on Pompano Beach Boulevard. And our guests will include Matt Dubuck, CFL alum, and head coach of the Cardinal Gibbons High School Chiefs. I spoke to his team last night at their year-end wind-up. It was great. And Andrew Nowacki. This is my point. I think it's 
I'll figure it out before Thursday. Ten seasons for Andrew Nowacki with the Edmonton Eskimos. Won at least one Grey Cup in that time, but he also played at Murray State. He's very close to the college scene. And what I love about these guys, football guys especially, you can bring in one guy and knock off a bunch of different leagues. Andrew was like, what do you want to talk about? I said, just a basic football chat. NFL, CFL, college. He's like, on it. So that's Thursday, the Boca Raton Bowl preview show right here. It's going to be deadly. A sports update, and I understand it's afternoon out here in the east, still morning out in the west. But I read this news from Monday, and it's so Monday's news. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers announced the club has agreed to terms on a one-year extension with Canadian Football League All-Star guard Pat Newfeld. He was scheduled to become a free agent in February. Patty returns in 2024 for his 11th season with the Bombers, 13th in the CFL. Named a CFL All-Star for a third time this past season, he started 17 regular season games along with the West Final and the 110th Grey Cup. I'm including that in the sports primarily because of personal feelings. I love Pat. I was with the Rough Riders when he came in. Played for the Riffle Royals, right, Patty? U of S Huskies. And he's got a big tattoo of a gigantic rose on his bicep. bicep. If any Bomber fans are watching or friends of Pat, I believe it's honoring a family member of his. Big, beautiful rose on his arm. Patty Newfeld, back with the Bombers for 2024. Write in and tell me what that's for, because I can't remember. The Western Hockey League announced Tidge Iginla of the Colorado Rockets has been named Tempo WHL Player of the Week. The 2024 NHL Draft Eligible Center contributed to all three game-winning goals as the Rockets went 3-1 and one on the week to close out a seven-game roadie. Aginla is currently tearing it up on a six-game point streak that's seen him net six goals and 12 helpers. Meanwhile, Vancouver Giants, ho, ho, ho. Netminder Brett Merwald has been named WHL Goalie of the Week. The 20-year-old went 2-0 in two starts, both against the Seattle Thunderbirds, putting up a near-perfect 980 goals against average. Sorry, a point zero point nine eight goals against average. My bad. And 965 save percentage. Sports Update is brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. One thing we talked about in the banquet last night with both DeBuck and me was sports and the relationships and how great they are. And I think of this because I went to Theo's golf tournament, the Breaking Free Foundation. It's the foundation in Calgary and Southern Alberta that provides free trauma counseling support for trauma victims and we were raising money for it and i met the common crown guys there actually i got put at their table now <laughs> i think it feels like you're gonna sit with these guys and you'll love them and that's exactly what happened and they ended up sponsoring this show and our hockey coverage how about that hey tuna and we're also brought to you by landmark cinemas in Landmark Cinemas now, Silent Night. From legendary director John Woo and the producer of John Wick comes this gritty revenge tale of a tormented father who witnesses his young son die when caught in a gang's crossfire on Christmas Eve. Silent Night redefines the action genre with visceral, thrill-a-minute storytelling. When we come back, a uh, viewer takeover for the whole segment. So load them up.
Sober Carpenter text line 902-518-3033. Sober Carpenter, ask for it by name at your favorite beer, wine, and spirit store or the YouTube feed as well or Twitter. We'll get back into that Nathan Work stuff. It is such a Canadian thing that the U.S. viewers, that if they didn't understand Canada, a lot of the U.S. viewers that are watching do, so they get it. That's why they're watching. Why there would be so much furor over a backup third-string quarterback like Nathan Rourke. But there is. It's the way that it is. It's what we do in Canada. And it's a very hot-button poll topic today. Uh, by the way, a lot of hockey coming up in hour two as Matthew Barnaby will join us, the 18th all-time penalty minute leader in NHL history. We'll be back in a moment on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Well, we've got through the sports update, so you know what that means? It's just you and me, the audience, and yours truly. I was thinking when we were going through the best of shows, because they are pre-recorded. Spoiler alert, they're pre-recorded, which means we didn't have the live component with the viewers. I'm like, I don't know what I would do without the Rod Squad and the Dupe Troop, the live viewers. They just add so much to this show. And it's what, uh, it's just... That's what we have right now. I mentioned it, the Sober Carpenter text line, 902-518-3033. Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. Ask for them by name at your favorite and local beer, wine, and spirit store. And then the YouTube feed. So we'll get to those answers, those questions and comments too. But Brian is watching in Hudson's Bay regarding the lightning rod poll question here. Should Nathan Rourke come back to the CFL? And yeah, I think that's why Reinbold and I get along, and that's why he's on this show, is we see things the same way. I worded the question on Twitter this way. Should Nathan Rourke come back to the CFL and stop being jerked around? And the results are like 50-50. They're fluctuating, 52, 48, whatever, you get it. 51, 49. But as Reinbold said, if you don't want to get jerked around, you shouldn't be in pro football. And I'll take that one step further and say, if you don't want to be jerked around, you shouldn't be in sports, period. So, it, it, so then at the end of the you're going to get jerked around no matter where. So you might as well get, be paid for it. And Brian in Hudson Bay, he writes in, he says, I think even a backup makes a pretty good living in the NFL. Who are the fans to tell a guy in that position what to do? It's probably having the time of his life. I hope he gets a chance at some point to see if he can do it or not. Reinbold had a lot of great uh, quotes there, by the way. Might have to turn it into a meme. We probably will. <laughs> About the Dallas Cowboys being all hat, no cattle. Or if Rourke quits now, the NFL will never know. So think about that. A lot of people out there are quitters, right? And maybe that's the people that are voting for, yeah, he needs to come back to the CFL. Can't speak for you. I can only speak for myself, and that is no, he should not come back to the Canadian Football League. But you know what? Every road's different. I mean, you look at my life. I'm sitting down here now 
covering the Panthers, covering the Lightning, going to the NHL games every night, uh, cavorting with NHL people on a regular basis. I spent a lifetime in junior hockey, which was awesome, thinking that would get me to the NHL. That never happened. Maybe I should have been doing this 25 years ago. I don't know. Everybody's different. Um, but these are also different times now than then. I'm not sure that they are in football. But it's fun, it's fun to talk about because, and by the way, we'll get to tonight's NHL games as I look at them right in front of me. But I just think about this football guy in Mississippi that called me about Nathan Rourke and why he wasn't getting an opportunity with another NFL team in any of the three times that he was waived prior by the Jags. And I was like, you got to let it go, man. Who knows why? Why did Garth Brooks have his ticket pulled by God, but not the hundred other people that were playing on Broadway that night in Nashville? Who knows? Got to let it go. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says it's not as simple to just label people with that opinion as quitters. I didn't. You just took offense to it. Um, John in Edmonton says, Rod, what do you think of the Taylor Swift effect with the Kansas City Chiefs? When she's there, they win. When she's not, they lose. Uh, I think it's a coincidence. That's what I think. Unless she's some part, remarkably, of the game plan. I don't know. Because there's a school of thought that there are no coincidences, but, and I'm kind of in that camp. But in this case, I think it is. Like, whether you wear socks or not to watch your favorite team play and that debate, and then they always win or always lose, depending on what you do, I don't think that has any effect. I do want to talk next hour about tonight's games in the NHL. That's what a lot of people came here for. Like New York Rangers at the Leafs. I need Darren. Darren called Columbus beating the Blue Jackets last week. I was like, well, this shouldn't even be close. Eh, Blue Jackets. Well, he knows he's a Leaf fan. I, I don't get the mentality. Oilers at the Islanders tonight. You know, they won eight in a row, the Oilers, and still were nowhere close to a playoff spot and still really aren't. Yeah, Ottawa with Jacques Martin on the bench tonight at Arizona. We got a lot to get to coming up after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.